Hello everyone, I'm Stuart Spinks and this is Beekeeping Short and Sweet. Beekeeping Short and Sweet, a podcast for the inquisitive beekeeper with a short attention span. So today I've driven about two hours from home in uh, near blizzard conditions to travel down into Suffolk to meet up with a gent by the name of Kevin Thorne and he's the group coordinator for an organisation called BIBA and uh, we're going to have a chat about uh, the organisation, what BIBA is and uh, who they are and then we're going to have a follow-on conversation which I'll release in a further podcast about a local project that Kevin's involved in called the Abberton Project. Uh, so let's go and see if he's home and have a chat. Hi Kevin, how are you? I'm very good, how are you? Yeah, not bad, thanks. Not good to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too. Okay, so thanks for chatting with me today, Kev. Um, let's okay. start with an easy question. What is BIBA? Okay, the, well, BIBA is the Bee Improvement and Bee Breeders Association. It's a, a national charity, and its purpose is the conservation, reintroduction, study, selection, and improvement of native and native honeybees. And how long have they been in existence? How, how, when did they first get started? Uh, started in 1964 as the Village Bee Breeders Association, and it was founded by uh, an entomologist called Beowulf Cooper. Okay, yeah. Uh, and he got a small group of beekeepers together, and that grew into a national organisation. And he started beekeeping in 1914 in North Yorkshire, and noticed that his bees were black, hard-working, docile, and outperformed other bees around. Just as a side, I've got one of his books that... Um, I think I bought from the Bibber website. So, yes. um, Honeybees of the British Isles, is that, is that the one? So, there's quite a lot of publications out there, isn't there, that, that Bibber have that yes. people can buy from the website. We're just instance. about to get that particular edition reprinted. Okay. So, a, a question I get asked quite a lot is, why should I breed local bees? Isn't it easier? The, the big question is, isn't it easier for me to just buy a buck fast? Absolutely. Well, there's lots of reasons why you'd, you'd breed local. Local bees are better adapted to our climate, uh, need less feeding and can be more consistently productive. Bringing in bees from other countries risks bringing in new pests and pathogens uh, and indeed is how we got Varroa in the first place. But for me, it's one of the most enjoyable and satisfying parts of beekeeping. It could, you know, turning a day-old worker larva into a queen bee is pretty amazing. You know, selecting your bees for the traits you want isn't that hard to do, um, and it's as much about making the hard decision of which bees to cull or which queens to cull as much as propagating new ones. And, and significant progress can be made in, in, in just a few years. And after the initial cost of equipment, it's also low cost, and as a native Yorkshireman, that's kind of like my favourite. That <laughs> and, appeals too. And, and- Buying bees is, is now quite expensive, isn't it? Buying a queen. Yeah, not only is it expensive, it's kind of like not really sustainable because most of the bees that we buy in will either, if you bring in a pure Italian bee and you breed from that, then they will eventually become hybridised. And if you bring in a Buckfast, which is pretty much a hybrid in itself, 
you, you can initially get increased performance through hybrid vigour, but over a period of time that deteriorates. And so the only way you can maintain that is by repeatedly buying in new coins. And I think that's really important because if I were to buy, let's say an Italian, and, yes. and introduce that into one of my colonies, if I then reproduced from her, her daughters are going to mate with the, the other local bees, aren't Correct. they? Correct. And so you're, you're immediately going to get a hybridisation. Yes, and, and over time, that, so that hybridisation, not only does it, um, the in initial boost to uh, performance deteriorate, but also you're, kind, you're shuffling the genes and getting random outcomes, and you can also get a random outcome when it comes to the bee's temper. So, And that's really important to most beekeepers, isn't it? Absolutely. At the end of the day, you don't want to have to inspect a beehive that's got really fiery bees in it. No, it takes the pleasure out of it. It really. does. Yeah, absolutely. So, who's likely to join Bibba? What what kind of beekeeper is likely to sign up to Bibba? I would say anyone who's interested in learning how to select and create their own queens, either artificially or using simple natural methods. Most beekeepers already raise their own queens, but don't realise it. Anyone who's split a hive to control swarming has raised a new queen, and. Um, some methods that we teach are that simple. Okay, so it's not a, a vastly complicated system that people have to kind of sign up to and learn. They can they can breed bees however they choose. Correct, and we yeah. so we teach just taking advantage of the opportunities that bees present, as well as teaching things like grafting for those that wish to go down that route. But also say that anybody who's interested in sustainable beekeeping or worried about the effects of importation on the biosecurity should consider uh, becoming a member. Anyone who's interested in the conservation of native species and anyone who would like to work with other beekeepers to improve their bees. And this is something that uh, is ideally suited for beekeepers that would perhaps like to share the load and maybe join a group. Absolutely. So, um, Bibber, as, as I think I'm right in saying is made up of lots of groups around the country exactly. that can uh, breed bees that are local to them, that are not necessarily native bees, but bees for themselves. Yeah. Absolutely. So when Beowulf set up Bibba, he wanted to create groups which had um, a common purpose, but had the flexibility to work with locally adapted stocks and conditions. So it means all our groups operate independently and we offer advice and support. You know, some groups have been established since the inception of Bibber, and some of we had actually set up seven new groups in the last year. And if I wanted to join a local group, how how would I find out about that local group? Yeah, contact me, and I can I can put you in contact with local beekeepers, and or if we don't have a group in your area, perhaps you'd like to start one. Okay, so what I'll do is I'll put all of the details of contacting you and the Bibber website in the show notes for this podcast so that people can get in touch if that's okay. Fantastic. Great, okay. And so I know having been a member of Bibber and a current member of Bibber, I know that there are events that, that we host. What kind of events uh, would Bibber be putting on this year, for instance? Um, well, in the, the last five years, we've held over 50 Bee Improvement for All Days in the winter and many apiary-based bee improvement and queen-rearing courses. 
Um, we've just held a conference at the Eden Project, which was entitled Sustainable Beekeeping, a Future Without Exports, which had prominent bee scientists speaking and practical beekeeping advice as well. Okay, and I've seen the acronym BIFA, and um, what does that stand for? What's, what's a BIFA day? Okay, that is a bee improvement for all. So it, it's aimed at beekeepers of all levels of experience, and it, it's primarily... Well, it's all classroom based and it's about helping beekeepers uh, select their stocks for improvement according to their own criteria, not ones that we lay down, um, and, and basically helping them through the steps needed okay. to improve their own stocks. So you don't have to have kept bees for five or ten years. If I were a beginner beekeeper and was keen to raise native bees... I could join Bibba. There's no requirements for experience. Absolutely not. And um, you know, the next we we do a biannual conference. The next one's between the seventh and ninth of September in Sirencester, and it will run over the three days. And we've actually this year for the first time introduced a third. We normally have two streams. This year we've got three streams of speakers. That's over forty-five speakers, and one of the streams is aimed at beginner to intermediate beekeepers. So we. we you know, trying to get fantastic. people off to a good start. Great, no, that's that's fantastic. Well, I've heard some people comment that Bibber is just for beekeepers who want native bees. But as you mentioned earlier, it's not just native bees, it's local bees as well, isn't it? Absolutely. So recent DNA work suggests that many areas of countries have got large percentages of native DNA mixed in with with everything else. And that's despite the imports brought in over the last 150 years. So... It shows that the, the native bees resilient. And you know, even with the imports in a few years, our climate will naturally select those that are most adapted to our climate, if not mollycoddled. So we have lots of populations of near-native bees which are locally adapted, but not necessarily pure native. Okay, great. And if I wanted to organise uh, a Bibber event, so if I wanted to have one of these Biffer days, how do I go about organising that? Yeah, contact me, okay. uh, kevinthorne at me.com, and I'll be happy to help. Brilliant. And where would a beekeeper who's interested in getting involved go to to find out more information? Is there a, a, a website, or do you attend trade shows, conferences, that kind of thing? Well, pretty much all of that. So we've got a website, biver.com. Uh, we've got a Facebook page and group. Uh, we'll be at Bee Trade X, the Spring Convention, the Welsh Beekeeping Convention and the National Honey Show. And all our conferences and events are on the website events page. Oh, that's fantastic. Kevin, thank you uh, for talking to me about Bibber. I know that we're going to now continue talking about the local project that you're involved in, the yes. Averton project. But for now, for anyone interested in learning more about Bibber, head over to their website, which is www.bibber.com or check out the show notes for more information. I'm Stuart Spinks, and that was Beekeeping Short and Sweet. Mm-hmm.